0: Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy.
1: Two Beards in a Pod, I'm Seth,
0: and I'm Chase.
1: And welcome to this show on this lovely Monday evening of May 24th on our new season, New Beard Hootis. So Chase, Chasey yes, Chasey sir. Chase, you uh, <laughs> want a little trip this weekend, didn't, didn't, buy, didn't say I had an invitation <laughs> or anything, little jealous. <laughs>
0: yeah, um... This weekend was the Warriors weekend fishing trip over uh, down there in uh, Port O'Connor in Victoria, Texas. Um, It was a grand old time. But listen, only 250 people got in, and it was like getting a golden ticket.
1: Sure, sure. Excuses, whatever you have to say to yourself. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. No, I I totally get it. Like, honestly, it's it's a lottery time. They do it so
0: well usually i think what every time they do it is is as long as you get in when they first open or initiate like um the you know event or whatever for like you know officially making it open uh it's i mean it's hard i don't know i don't know i don't know if it's a lottery draw or not because I know people that have been there, they've gone, like, four times. So, I mean, I don't know. But we'll definitely have to see. But, yeah, this year, for sure, it was a lottery pick. I mean, 250 veterans out of the whole state. Well, really, like, out of the whole United States (laughs) because there were people from New York there.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I imagine it's like when they – Cause I can't like have everyone that signs up just go on that certain day or like probably, they probably only do this like once a year.
0: The way we right, are talking about
1: it. Well, the so one in like...
0: Texas, yeah, I think there's other ones in other States that, that do it. Right.
1: Well, it sounded pr- pretty fun. Did you like, did you catch anything good or?
0: Yeah, no, I did. Um, okay. So there's this thing called the Texas slam. Have you ever heard of it?
1: No. Like an awesome
0: sandwich. <laughs> so what it is is you have to catch a flounder a trout and a red okay all okay. On the same on the same day um now the problem with catching a red is they ha- legal length of a red has to be 20 inches
1: okay i imagine so, people keep catching a little under that
0: yeah so but I mean they get really big. We're talking like 30, 40 pounds. I mean they get huge. Okay. You know, they they can get they can get ginormous. So um yeah, so I caught the flounder and the trout and I caught a red at nineteen inches. Just under. Just yeah. under. So You're, gonna...
1: that vital piece of that fish sandwich
0: yeah <laughs> so, i've been calling it i've been calling it the texas slim <laughs> Texas because <Slim. laughs> i was because i was short <laughs> man, dude. story of my life i'm telling you but yeah. uh no man it was still an amazing time my boat captain his name was chuck and he was just like man i'm so sorry we couldn't get it man i was like bro like what are you talking about i was like last year i didn't catch a single fish this year I probably caught I mean half a dozen fish. Yeah. I mean I had to throw a lot of them back because of the right. legal size and all, but I still caught fish.
1: Yeah. You'd literally caught if you said you, you caught you caught twelve times the fish you had
0: last yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> there's that college there's that college education kicking in. Well,
1: technically, by zero, it's still zero.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Chuck was like, technically, you got it, bro. Technically, you got it. And I was like, yeah, I guess technically. But, I mean, the way I look at it is if nobody's going to count it as a Texas slam, because, you know. Oh,
1: yeah, you are were...
0: Yeah, uh... I mean, that's a lot. I mean, I think they probably would have taken like 19 and a half. You know what I mean? Like gave me right. the benefit of doubt or whatever, but yeah. Even even then, like knowing myself, like I know I wouldn't have counted it because. Well, what's it's right is legal. right.
1: It's like yeah, what's right is right and wrong is wrong. It's like if you didn't quite make it, you didn't quite make it, which is hard to say when you're fishing. You know, because it's like you you can get as much, like, as many reds as you could. But if they're still 19, they're still 19.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because the other one I caught that was like, thought I was going to make it was 18 and a half. And then the other ones were like six, seven, nine, twelve. 12. I mean, they're just all like various sizes. And I was actually thinking about it like afterwards because I was talking to somebody about it. And remember the big freeze that Texas had? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently it froze down there at Port O'Connor. Oh. Right. It froze and there were just hundreds and hundreds of f- giant, huge, giant reds, like just floating about because uh, they, they died and just hundreds of fish everywhere that died. So with them coming back, you know, or recovering from that this year, I think that's why we were catching the dinks is because they just hadn't had a chance to like grow up yet.
1: Yeah. Reds are kind of... reds from my understanding are kind of warmer climate like you're, yeah. you're not gonna In my i guess it'd be latitude. yeah yeah latitude. Well, they're a hell
0: of a lot of fun man they're a yeah. lot of fun to catch they they hit they hit hard um you it's like the simplest to me like it's the best it's the best fishing right because it's it's so you would love it because it's so simple you literally right. tie on a slap bobber rig right and then it, and then it has like a lead you can buy them in a set and it has this like little leader thing and it comes down and you know, like dangles and makes like extra noise and then and you have the sh- a shrimp at the end of the hook yeah. and you literally throw it out and you let it you just let it sit and then every now and then if it's not doing anything you just give it a couple pops pop that bobber and that's it man And then he And then he move And then he goes I mean it's It's really like The best Type of fishing For chilling It Cause Once You catch a red bro I
1: yeah. mean
0: Like a big one I mean we're talking like Like it's a fight w- Yes bro We're talking like A 30 minute fight mm-hmm. You know 45 minute fight The last year that we went The dude Fought it for almost an hour And we And it it broke the line right as he was getting it into the boat.
1: That's like the most heartbreaking thing ever. It's like yeah. right when you catch something. I'll, I'll remember I remember fishing down Bolera and I never caught anything at Bolera. I'd go down there just mostly to drink beers and put my my hook in the water. Okay. But the one time on the line and I could see it in the water and I'm pretty sure it was a gator gar so that's probably why it got off the line snapped yeah and, it, and there's there's nothing more disappointing than that
0: I've heard gar is like really good eating
1: I I would not know I, I literally when I saw it I had to look up a book of Texas fish yeah because I've never seen a gator gar in my life
0: yeah. They're mean, bro. Don't, you know, a lot of people do is they put a, like a little, they'll throw it in with like a little spinner and like a bunch of like, and just a giant tangle of mess of string with like a little spinner piece on, attached to the end. Yeah. And it's because they like a, the flashy piece attracts them and then they bite the string and then their teeth get all tangled up in it.
1: That's smart. But yeah, no, I was like, I was, I was surprised. Uh, just like they, they look, they literally look like their namesake. Yeah. They look like alligators.
0: Yeah, exactly. They'll um, tear you up too, man. They will so tear you, you up.
1: Did you get to keep the fish meat or was it a catch yes. and situation?
0: No, no, no. So obviously if it was like legal, uh, weight and length and stuff like that, then you got to keep the fish. And then at the end when they're like after they bagged and tagged it if they will if you will um they were like do you want to keep the fish or you can donate a fish well a lot of people had flown in so obviously they had to donate the fish but that goes towards you know the next fish fry or whatever that they have down there so it's not like a huge deal the people that drove in got to keep the fish so i've never had flounder or trout and i'm going to be eating that this week and oh
1: fantastic yeah it's it's bet best when fresh, so you gotta how, how are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do like well egg wa- powder, egg wash, panko crumbs? Um,
0: you know fry just, it or I'll probably just go with what I know butter, oil or butter, um, salt pepper, lemon pepper, call yeah. it a day. Call it a day. I mean, everyone was like, "The best way to do it's to grill it." But I I always hear that
1: it's like, and I heard you have to have like, what what do they call it, like something like, Like, put it on like a pine, a piece of board, apparently. And I'm like, well, that sounds a little too involved for me.
0: Yeah, that sounds like too too advanced for what I'm willing to do. When I know I can just put it in a pan and pan fry it and like call it a day. Yeah, I never heard of anyone like,
1: other than fish sticks, like doing it in the oven, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I've, I've baked fish before and it's fine, but it, especially with like tilapia, I feel like pan frying it's like the way to go. It's just, just wham bam, thank you ma'am. It only takes a few minutes per yeah few minutes per like piece. I mean, if you're meal prepping and you're doing fish, it's like boom done, and then you can meal prep your chicken all at the same time, so but that's like a whole nother deal. But episode <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a whole episode. We get so, very involved. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So but yeah, man, it was uh um it was um very interesting though um yeah. how we like came about all the fish too because I mean there was just some stories out there man like people almost getting taken out by hooks and <laughs> <laughs> like just... some
1: some people that aren't experienced fisher fishermen especially like doing for like ocean fishing yeah like the first time i could see that being being some hilarious situations
0: began yeah and some people like caught some like black tip shark oh yeah that would be like pretty awesome to catch because, um, you know, I hear black tip shark is actually really, really good.
1: I would like, because I heard like a lot of times it's like, what do you get? Like, whatever, like, you don't really get it stuffed. Like, you just get the, like, the length and the, and you send it to the taxidermist and they'll, they'll just carve you kind of like a, a fish out of that. My, that's my understanding.
0: Yeah, yeah, you so, can do you can do a amount a mold I think is what they're called. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's really good for like stuff like that. Um they last like twice as long and yeah. Um I think they're just as expensive really. I don't think um like you know, to me,
1: I'd rather do that cuz then I yeah. going to eat the fish.
0: Yeah. I mean I know, I I definitely think that if I ever caught a shark, I would definitely get it, like, get the measurements and get it mounted or whatever. Oh, yeah.
1: Because that's a wall hanger. That's, like, right above the bed right there, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Even if it's, like, a a small shark, you, like, you still call it a a black tip shark. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, imagine, like, you you caught a black tip and you, you, you mounted it right above your bed. You could, like, call your room, like, the fish den or whatever, you know? Shark Tank. Shark <laughs> Tank. <laughs> Welcome to the Shark Tank.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be awesome, dude. Um. But, yeah, no, it was a good time, and... look forward to it every year so i look for all right guys we're gonna take a break and we'll be back after this
1: and we're back guys right before we went on break chase was regaling us of his awesome (laughs) fish expedition trying to get his room to be called the shark tank getting some black fin sharks mounted above his bed yeah but no man it's like I, i'm glad you had a really good time on your trip and it's like it sounds like they kind of do this thing every year it's like is yeah there a way well, for other people to sign up for it
0: yeah no you can go on like the app stores and you can you can download the app warrior weekend and then they have all kinds of events man that's not even that's just the big one that's just the one that they're known for warrior weekend but I mean, then you have poker tournaments down there all the time and they have like like races and like all kinds of stuff, man, all over the place. I mean, they they do everything like year round. So if you download the app or you can go to the website, you know, just just Google Warriors Weekend. Um, registration usually opens in January of every year. That's when they start like getting everything together. So think about it; it's May. They start planning and getting everything together for Warriors week, Weekend in January. So, January, yeah. February, March, April, May. So, almost five whole months of just planning and preparation. So, I'm telling you right now, it is the most phenomenal thing out there. Um, it is a really good time. Like, if um, you even get to go just once, man, it's like a hell of a time. A hell of a time.
1: So. That's awesome man. Like I'm definitely going to be downloading that app after I get off of this. You know, I don't know if you have any big plans this weekend or what's going on, but I have a problem with my yard. No, oh, no. I have I have some invaders. <laughs> I have moles. Moles. Oh, moles. No. That's
0: not
1: good. And I wish my was an actual dog catch and kill moles, but he is not.
0: Ketsu. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> He's a laugh. Probably
0: dog. Yeah, probably not the best best first choice.
1: No. Like and I have some traps. It's just these moles I think are getting smart. Going right along the garden edge of the stone I have Laying all around it, tearing it all up, making it all look cattywampus. (laughs) It is, it is frustrating. I, I will, I will say that, and I'm not able to use my traps because they're too close to the, the stone where they won't trigger it. So I'm, I'm putting out a challenge. Whoever can put on the Facebook page, their best way to get rid of moles.
0: Ooh, okay, yeah. So what's uh, what's the what's the challenge and the, and the reward?
1: Well, reward is my as no. it will always be, <laughs> and the <laughs> challenge is be the best way to get rid of moles because so I my next my next endeavor is going to try poison, which I'm a little hesitant about because of the dog, but I think. Right. I saw these things at Tractor Supply, and they're like poison worms. Because, and you stick it like right, right in the ground, right where the bur- burrows at, where you can see like the runs in the lawn. Yeah. So, like for you guys at home that might not have a mole problem or have never seen a mole problem before, you'll see holes in your yard at one point and long runs of dirt out of nowhere. That's mostly indicative of a mole problem. And, you know, there's several ways. Like, I've heard people have taken, like, spade shovels and were, like, super patient. And they saw it and they just spaded the mole.
0: That. Uh- no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> exactly. It
1: takes a long time cuz like moles can feel the vibrations in the earth so it's like you have to stand still a really long time to do it. I don't have time for that. I don't like standing like yeah. for hours on end trying to like watch it like sneak up on a M- bugs bunny style, you know. <laughs> right. So yeah, you know, if, if anyone has any advice on it, let me know, know, and I'll try to let you guys know how this works out next podcast.
0: Alright, so here we go. This is I've I've thought about it and this is what we're gonna do. So the challenge is to help Seth with his mole problem. The reward will be a shout out on the show and possibly a guest star appearance. Yes. So That sounds perfect.
1: You- I want to meet the person That helps me with my mole problem.
0: Yeah. So we can get you we can get you on the show and uh you know hook you up with a shout out so all your friends know that you're on and that'll be like really awesome. So you'll uh, get the title of
1: Dog the Mole
0: Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) So official officially this is our first challenge, uh in a sense. Yeah. and first first reward um so you guys you know tell your friends <laughs> and I uh, will be making a post and uh yeah just let us know all right
1: all well, right
0: there you go
1: well chase now that the topic here you have even denied me knowing of what the next topic is oh, yeah you yes <laughs> i i am i am I don't even want to say flustered. I I am above frustrated. <laughs> Certainly. I'd say yeah. very heated.
0: <laughs> well, this this uh well, I'll give you a hint uh if you if you mess with this it'll cool you down. So that's I'm all I'm just you.
1: flabbergasted. Just tell me.
0: <laughs> all right. So no, I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm not going to tell anyone until it's like officially launched. Um, but there is some things that are work in the works um you've heard us talk about him before. It's made by hawthorne um you can check him out on Instagram or whatever. He is working on a special special project to where he will be able to produce something for the masses Wait. um
1: Hawthorne, you say,
0: yes, and do didn't not- we do an interview? no one time no not yet, not okay. yet. but he would. he will be he will be a future guest on the show um i can confirm that uh so you get oh you get a little bit of a hint so by the time by the time he's able to actually come on the show he'll probably be able to release production of his product um that he's going to be releasing and yeah so whenever we do the interview with uh john you guys be on the lookout for the big reveal so
1: all right well this has been a kind of a first beards in the pod here first challenge set out and yeah i guess you would call this a teaser not telling it's... the full story here chase not yeah, telling the called... full story it's called the t- teaser
0: <laughs> saying teasing you with information. we have integrity
1: on two beards of a pod here chase <laughs>
0: i I have not told a lie, I just haven't told the whole truth, I guess. Oh man.
1: <laughs> Losing That's our just... journalistic integrity here. <laughs> Hard hitting stories.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I think everyone's gonna enjoy it um quite well. Um so I'm I'm super excited to be part of the process if you will like the man behind the scenes helping him out with this and that but really i mean he's doing all the work he's gonna do all the work obviously like he's gonna produce it and um market it and all that stuff like that so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time no i don't think anybody's gonna be disappointed so
1: okay well that's awesome man and i'm starting to think that's all the time we have this episode of two beards in a pod Join us next time, guys. See you on the next one.
0: Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty.